Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back up in this thing. We it are back. The podcast, best storytelling podcast in the world. I got my boy Didi in the building. Didi! Fool, I feel amazing. Let me just start by saying something before we go any further. Before What's we go that? any further. Nigga, your hair is amazing. Uh, you understand me? Like, I don't know who got in your scalp, but they got... I came over and put the work in real quick. They got your shit together. They got your shit together. Hold on. Now, we got another friend of the podcast is in the building, and he came in how I thought he would come in, and then he started making some adjustments. Like, whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him. You love him. Little Ootsie in the building, y'all. Let him hear it. Let him hear it. Let him hear the shit. Let him hear the shit. Yo. Now, let me tell you something, brother. I'm surprised. I said it. I said he coming in this bitch with no shirt. He coming in shirtless. That's how he operate. That is. And true, true to form. True to form. Came in here shirtless, but then he said, you know what? Uh, let me just grab my robe. And then I'm like, hey, nah, man, fuck that robe. Fuck shirts. Had and the robe laid out on the bed in case damn fool was on some dumb shit. And like usual, he was. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you one thing about you, about that I love about you. Hey, hey Diddy, this nigga, this nigga know he's sexy and don't care what nobody else thinks. And that's like, that is the cool, that's, that's cold. Be like, it's just, you know. Oh, I know. I've been, been out with him. We did party. Let me tell you something. I'm at a party with Leonard, right? New York City. Having a ball, right? Now, you know, you know the big, now I will say that, you know the big, the big, the big dudes always got a, a, a ton of bitches around them. You they know what do. Said? Like, they looking they at do. your little ass like, nigga, you ain't warm at night. <laughs> so, <laughs> this nigga got a bevy of bitches around him. So we decided to leave, you know, as we leave, we walking down the street, you know, so we had a good night. Nigga, it starts raining. It starts pouring down rain. I immediately take off trying to get out the rain because I just got my hair done. I don't want to get wet. <laughs> so I try to hide up under a canopy. That nigga Leonard handed me his phone and said, fool, take this picture. These hoes got to see this. That nigga snatched his shirt off and ran in the middle of the street I remember that. I remember that. That's what we need more of. Boy, that nigga stood in the middle of the street and posed. He said, fool, make sure you get a good one. I was like, God damn, God damn right. We need hey. more of that. Hey, dead ass though. Nah. Hey. Delay, when we was in Houston, what we did, Texas Southern? Texas Southern. Homecoming. So it's me, Delay. LeVar, <laughs> Billy, uh, Darren, I think that was it. We was on the yep. show. We go to a little, we go to a little ratchet hood spot after. Yeah. Only me, D-Lay, and Billy go. LeVar don't, don't club like that. And, uh, and Big Baby don't, he don't, he don't, he, he is not a club in person. He like to be at the crib, you know, brainstorming and shit. So we get to the club, Billy like, you know, when we get in here, it's going to be some ratchet look, you know, some ratchet things in here. You know, drug dealers in here, you know. Stay cool, stay stay in the section, da 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 da. Boy, they brought the bottles out. I took three, four shots of Henny. Next thing I know, I'm three sections down, no shirt on. <laughs> Surrounded by five stripper bitches from Houston. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. He ain't fucking lying. And hey, let me tell you something. You wasn't three VIPs down. You was right next door because I climbed I over. You're right. We took shots off, like, like we took these shots off the rip. And then I turned around, I was talking to Billy, and I turned to say something to you, and he gone. Leonard gone. I'm like, where the fuck? And I look over, Leonard is in the next booth with five bona fide strippers from Houston. Getting it in. Lit. Getting it. I said, oh, shit. And it's my first time hey, partying with that Leonard. That nigga arms go up like this. It's That's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. The, the night has been won when a nigga been. <laughs> when that nigga gets to doing that right there, nigga, that be literally yeah. in there. And, and one of them wasn't even a stripper. One of them was a lawyer. They was all bad though. It was, a, and it was all they had bought the section themselves, or, or a nigga bought it. But they was just all women in there, just all was, women and Leonard. It was stupid. They were like, "Come here!" I was like, "You ain't never seen I didn't me even climb see him. Over. I didn't even see you climb over the shit." Now, he got to climb over because the boots are back to back. 
So it's like one big booth. So we got to climb over. The I don't even see him climb over. I'm, I'm just. Hey, it's I'm, all hip I'm, work. So that first leg, left hip, right hip, you over. Nigga, it didn't stop me. He then. climbed over the goddamn thing? Yes. Yeah. Climbed over the I, I look at Billy. About the stripper. Oh, no, 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 me, no, no, nigga, no, no, quickly. Him, he climbed over the shit. She didn't climb the, over the shit. Them bitches had over. wings, too. Them bitches had pussy and wings. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Ain't no mountain high. Ain't no valley low. Ain't no river. <laughs> Getting across that motherfucker. We went to the strip club after that, didn't we? Wait. So yes, we did. There's a bunch of angel bitches in the club. Man. <laughs> they had wings and everything. Listen, this nigga was over there in that intersection. <laughs> I look over, he getting it in. I touch Billo. Billo, check out your boy. Oh yeah, he wild. He wild. Oh yeah, little, little wild. Okay. 30 minutes pass by. I turn back around. Linda's still in the VIP, but now he got his shirt off. He got his whole shirt off in these people VIP. And I yeah. said, Whoa, this nigga really going in. He don't give and no fuck. They all around him. They all around him. They all around him. I said. You know the hey, you know the night good when you got multiple bitches and you got one, you got two, three of them around you and one of them behind your back rubbing on you. Yeah. It's yeah. you won. You even yeah, you if you won. don't do nothing with them. It don't matter. You won. Well, look. Man, you had a because what you did was you made a video appearance. Yes, that's nigga. what that is. You did you did a cameo in they love in they love video. Whenever that's you see Leonard in the club, it looked like an old Biggie video. You see that nigga <laughs> in the corner. It's one bitch, like he said, behind him, over rubbing his chest from the back. He got a bitch on each side. It's like when did this turn into the notorious big video shoot? Nigga? Here's the deal. It wasn't even that hot in the club. Oh. He just took the shirt off. It just he just oh. took it off. Heavily ventilated. It was cool in there. It ain't had nothing to do with the heat or temperature. It was about him raising his level of sexiness up for the people. Yeah, gotta let you give two shit. Didn't give two shit. I said, yep. I can fucking party with him. Man, we gotta I've been to I ain't been to Houston since well, I went to Houston for trade day after and I just went last year for trade day. I fuck with Houston. Houston got some. I love Houston. I love Texas. I love Texas. Well, I love Houston and I love Dallas. I like I like them two places. You know what I'm saying? I've been to Dallas once. I did the improv out there. Uh, I think Arlington. Yeah, Dallas was cool. I have never Lost. met an unawesome woman in Houston. <laughs> oh, that's not even a word, but I've never met an unawesome. <laughs> yeah, Houston, I, I, every time, I, I mean, that's my top. <coughs> hey, top city. So, <coughs> I, first, I first moved back to LA. Uh, Oops had already moved out here, you know what I'm saying? Which I was mad because that was my New York connect. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nigga has a nice, nice crib in New York. I go to New York, stay out there. The nigga said he was moving to LA. I was happy for him and mad at the same time. <laughs> like, hey boy, you know how many, you know how many uh cuss out congratulation calls I got? Yeah. She called me like nigga. So you keeping the apartment, right? Like, like no, nigga. I'm no. Not keeping the goddamn apartment. That shit. That shit was too funny. But my heck? crib in New York, everybody used to come stay at that motherfucker. Yo, you know I love that man. fucking spot. You know what I'm saying? And like, because we had got, like, I first met Linda. Linda came to Chicago to stay that stay with uh, me at the crib for a little while. Cool. I was like, man, this nigga cool as hell. He reminded me so much of me when I first started. And so, uh, we, you know, we clicked. We started hanging out. And uh, I moved out here, back out here to L.A. So me and Billy uh, hanging out one day. Linda. Leonard is a, you know, Leonard like to go out and hang out. He likes to kick it. He's right. Not, he's not a let's just go to the club, nigga. Leonard call you like, yo, trying to get a table and a bottle and, you know, hang out a little bit. Like, it's a movie for real. It is really a movie. You got to bring a thousand dollars that night. So I'm like, ah, it don't even be that. You know, this this what I'm used to. And when I was in New York, bro, it ain't nothing to go to a spot and get a bottle for one fifty two hundred. Exactly. And by the time by the time you you buy Seven eight shots, you done spent a buck, buck yeah. fifty. Now so that makes sense. Get a bottle, have somewhere to sit. Exactly. You know what I mean? But then you come to LA, they break you out that shit real quick. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get you some more comfortable shoes in LA. Yeah, so, Vegas are getting your ass too. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Are, let me tell. Hey, let me tell. Let me tell you something. Fuck you and Vegas. Okay. Fuck Vegas. <laughs> 
go hang out with that nigga delay nigga you will this nigga will have you spending money you won't even have you like hey man where i'm gonna live for the next three months now after this hey, i'm glad you asked the, the taxes is crazy so look, we get to the club right he, he tells me and billy to meet him up there so we get to the spot it's uh uh ghost brother spot omari hardwick his brother got a club in uh out here in LA. And so Oh you oh yeah yeah you talking about uh 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 the, the R and B joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my I mean, man. Uh yeah, yeah. Shout out Jamil, that's my dog. Wait, where, where where's the spot? Not in Hollywood. It's, it's in Hollywood somewhere. The Sayers Club. Oh, the Sayers Club, okay. Isn't he don't own the club, but he he run the uh, uh or actually he might run, I don't know if he owns it or not. I just know he runs the R and B night. Like, that should be that should be lit too. Okay, yeah. So we see it. now the nigga look just like uh ghost. I you would think they twins, you know what I'm saying? And like, so he come in, I'm like, oh, this nigga must be the real ghost. Like <laughs> this is where the movie comes, this is where the show comes from. Because he own it's a, it was so he, I thought he owned the club. I don't know. You don't know that's his brother. You don't know that's his brother. No, nah, he told me that was his brother. I knew it when I saw him. No, nah, that's definitely like, his brother. Just like that nigga, you know what I'm saying? So now this this is what's funny though. We kicking it. We got a little table. We got our section. It's me, Billy, uh, Oops. I think Sean Larkin fell through. Yeah. Uh, Tom Bell was there somewhere. Somewhere. It was like it was a lot of us. We was all in there, right? Nigga, when I we had the section. When I tell you, two of the most horrible middle-aged white women came over to the section. When I tell you this nigga Leonard lost it, that nigga was like, now I'm trying to be nice. These bitches walk up, Billy say, man, when the fuck did Razor Ramon and Hulk Hogan get here? <laughs> <laughs> he kept calling that bitch Hollywood Hogan. And she, <laughs> she didn't understand what he was saying. And he's talking to her right to her face. She's like, so what are you guys doing? Man, I don't know, Hogan. We probably gonna go slam a few drinks when we leave. <laughs> 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 gonna go suplex the competition. <laughs> that nigga okay. kept saying stupid shit. That nigga Leonard kept pulling me, like tugging me. Hey, fool, I need you to get them up out of here, man. <laughs> they making my, they bringing down the section, bro. You talking about it like it's property value, nigga. Yeah, bringing down the properties that they are. It is property value. It is. I just spent my money on this. Yeah, you leasing this motherfucker, you trying to Airbnb it out, and these motherfuckers running uh, uh, cards outside the outlet and, Man, and, 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 and bringing the price down and shit. Hey, hey, these bitches in here trying to march. Yeah, yeah hey, get that sick. march shit out, hey. Ugly bitches don't have no rights in my section. None, none. Maybe. Unless we related. So hey, look, this is how we got about, this nigga just took the rope and extended it to where they was at. So it was like, now they outside the rope. They still try to talk over the rope like, so you know it's my birthday, <laughs> that nigga turned his back. Give a shit about none of that. <laughs> hey, if, hey if, if I wanted my section, the bitches do me the same goddamn way. Shit, they will shit on you. Hey, let me tell you something, bro. Now, you know I ran a VIP company in Vegas. I ran the VIP, I had a whole VIP company. So it's a goddamn Vegas story. It's a goddamn Vegas story. It's a goddamn Vegas story. Here's the deal. My very first time partying in Vegas, I did it on a boys trip. Me and my boys get together. We was doing it like every year. We get together, probably about, about eight or nine niggas. We, you know, college cats, we all know each other. And then like, every now and then they'll bring like one cat that they got familiar with over the years. So, you know, the number keep increasing. Long story short, we have a rule when we party. When we partying, first of all, she need to be bad in this section if you done brought her in there, cause she probably gonna have a friend. Now, no matter how bad they are, if they got an HVP, they cannot stay, a period. A what? If they got an HVP, they cannot stay at all. You fuck how bad you are. What's that? Yeah. I'm glad you asked. HVP is a heavy vodka pour. If a chick got a HVP, a heavy vodka pour, because we, we ain't pouring drinks for you. You can pour your own goddamn drink. You right. watch it. And you if you brought her in, say Lena, let's say Lena brought her in, right? She uh -huh. bad. Okay, uh, make some drink. 
Now, here's the deal. If Leonard say, okay, I'm going to make the drinks for you, then Leonard, that's your girl for the night, period. I don't give a fuck where, because you making drinks and shit. Now you bartending and shit. Yeah. That's your goddamn girl, Leonard. That's real pimp shit. I feel that. You out there making the drinks and shit because you could have, it's 12 goddamn niggas. You could have just said, hey, make your drink or and let her figure out who she want to be with. Because even though you brought in there, she may not want to be with you. That's just right. how the shit goes sometimes. So if she got an HVP, we recognize it. And you got 60 seconds to get her ass out the VIP. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Speaking of that, hold on. Let me let me tell you about this nigga. Come here, come here. Okay. Wait, who, who is that? Let me see. This cross. Oh my God. <laughs> so 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 delay, you don't know cross. This is my roommate and this is my road manager. You be on the road with me now. Okay. So we in Vegas. We have to do a weekend in Vegas, a week in Vegas. Uh I'm doing the comedy soda club out there. Tony Rock is at uh, Jimmy Kimmel. So we go to the club one night. We see uh, Wiz Khalifa. Tony got some chi- some chicks there that we don't know what's going on. You know, we don't, we don't really know. But, you know, Tony, like, you know, Tony, like, go ahead and do your thing. You know, do whatever you... So Cross start hey, talking this on this. the infamous story that I've been waiting to hear. Yeah, yeah. I've, so, heard, so, I've heard bits of it, but I've been waiting for so, this. So, you know, we, we, we get tired of uh, having... Chicks come to the to the club and then try to run off back. So it's like we 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 be you get one club night for free. Then the next one is the, the question like what's up? Right. So the first night we see Wiz, we get Tony about the section, we lit. Da da. Now second night we are going to see Young Thug. Young Thug that 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 section taking a little bit more. You, you know we we it can't be no mishaps and no misunderstandings. With no ten thousand dollar section, you coming over here and, t- and even look at the bottle, bitch. Something got, you know, you Something. know. So he texting the joint, right? They texting it. Keep in mind, we we never met them before. We don't know who these chicks are. This is about a year ago, we he texting them. Nigga says, so I'm saying she like, so would y'all get in a section tonight? That nigga said, what you said to her? That nigga said, what? Oh, oh, you sucking or fucking or something? Off the rip. Off, Off the, the rip. rip. Off the you agree, rip. You agree with that question? Goddamn right. Off the rip. Because that's some bird shit to ask, right? That's some Not bird shit for a chick to ask. You get in a section? Oh, right. Absolutely. 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 Right. Absolutely. So no matter what she do, that that that's a, no matter what her job might be, she a bird. You know what you, right. You know that's how you It's an executive ABC. No, no. Hey, oh, you know. not only did she tell Tony, she can't, but, <laughs> so we in the section. So her and Tony are already cool. So she come in, she look at that nigga and went right up to Tony. So what's up with your friends asking? What is an exec at ABC doing asking if y'all buying sections? They cool like that. She wasn't even asking. See, that's what I don't like about tech sometimes because that seemed like some bird shit, but she might it just did. get really It cool. could have been like, right, are you guys going to get a table or we're going to get a table? We need else? to get one. Top, you do know we need I mean? to, right. Right, goddamn. But but after you done been in the club a million times, this is a million and one. This just seemed like the next thing, you know what I mean? Right. That old man. That, Luckily, that I ain't really heard up. You know, I had, <laughs> Tony was on her ass for a minute, but you know, I had to explain. I'm like, hey, bro. Like, she showed you one part of that text. Look at this whole text stream. Right. She quacking the whole time. Oh! Right. The whole time. Right. Yeah. Right. Ah, ah, hey, ah, oh! Hey, bro. Section? Section. Section. Hey, right. so that I feel you. That I, I got the same mentality when I'm in my section. In my, and my boys got the same thing. So, Leonard, you pour the goddamn drink. You the drink pouring ass nigga. That's your chick. That's interesting though. I, I, what's another? See, that's 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 good as you said that. See, I'm a young nigga though. I'm I'm still learning. I'm learning. Right. I'm learning right. Right. Off right. Nigga, we we still ain't been 25 yet. <laughs> yeah, that that right there is a key note. You out there pouring the drinks and shit and chaperoning and motherfucker leading the way to the bathroom and making sure you waiting by the door at the bathroom while she come out the bathroom. Oh yeah, hey, bro. definitely yours. Hey, that's yearn right there, brother. That's bad right there for you. That's all you. So if you got an HVP, which is a heavy vodka pour, you got 60 seconds to get her ass out of this VIP. You got to do it, Leonard. That's yearn. You done brought her in here with the goddamn HVP. 
an HVP consists of, for instance, if you get ice in your glass and you pour half that glass full of vodka, oh, that's an HVP. You could, you must, you finna put it in the next bottle. Clearly, what the fuck you doing pouring half the goddamn bottle, half the glass full? All right, so that's the rule. Now, another rule that we have while we in VIP, if we in VIP and you feel like the chicks start to take over and act like it's they goddamn VIP. They gotta go, oh yeah. Immediately, they have to go. Whoever brought the pack over, you gotta make sure they get out. Now what we used to do, we used to have a guy named Mario. Mario was our screen, we always wanted Mario. Mario was about 6'1", light-skinned dude. He ain't got time to be talking. Mario put on that suit to fight. He in there to fight. He want to fight. He want a nigga to start some humbug with him so he can fight you in this goddamn suit. He on some, you know, he on that 007 shit. I want to fight you niggas in suits. Three, four niggas in a suit. I, I'm, I'm on, I want a motherfucker to take off the jacket and while you take the jacket off. And when I finish fighting, I still got the suit and, and the tie. The tie's still intact. One of them type of niggas. I still got the tie on. It, it, ain't, it ain't all the loose. It's still on. Don't you so go Mario, another story about you. So this how Mario would handle shit. I, I would always give Mario a heads up. This is Mario's heads up if it's time to get a pack of four or more girls out. Go over at Mario. Right there, that head nod right here. Uh, right there. And this is how this motherfucker would get him out. This is how Mario would walk up to you and get your ass out of there. Lady sitting there. It be, you could be in the middle of pouring a goddamn drink. Lady sitting there having a good time. They all sitting there like it's their goddamn section. Now the niggas ain't even got nowhere to sit because he's goddamn ragged ass bench. All right. So that's what's going on. This how Mario rolled up on him. Uh, excuse me, ladies. Um, which one of you ladies are in charge? So now that throw them off. Because they don't, because you, you acting like you, you all bought the bottles. Who, which one of you ladies are in charge? Now at that point, they looking at each other. And at that particular point, while they're looking at each other, everybody, every nigga in the VIP back is tight. <laughs> yeah, the they can't call our name. They don't know nobody's name. You don't know nobody's name in that goddamn VIP. We all just met. Uh-uh. 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 So this like, Mario, uh, which one of you ladies are in charge? Um... We came with them. Oh, so this is not your guys' section. Okay, guys, this is how this motherfucker would come. Uh, ladies, if you would stand up for a second. If you, was, if you, could, uh, if you could just stand up. Stand up. And they'd be like, what? This nigga like so, an usher at the church. Could you guys please rise? Right. He, that's how he, all at the same time. Uh, if you guys could just stand up, because I, I, I for sure thought it was you guys' section. Well, no, we came over there. And they pointed at me. At that point, I'm walking out to VIP. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to, I'm going to the bathroom. When I, go, when I go to the bathroom and I come back, I already know that whole crew gone. But the one that I brought in probably going to be hanging somewhere close by because she needs to talk to me and verify what's going on. Now, right. at this point, I become totally oblivious to anything that's going on. She walking to VIP. I just walk back in. Like, well, I'm smiling, laughing at the boys, shaking their hands. I'm looking at the because it's empty. We, we already know the motherfuckers got us. And that's funny with us. To put bad bitches out, it's funny. It's hilarious. Cause you thought y'all had some real estate, prime time real estate in this club. You can get your ragged ass out of here. So now the girl comes up, she closes, she says, excuse me. She, I'm like, oh, oh, hey, hey. I got in know she just got put out. Hey, hey, what's, hey, what's up? They made us get out. Who, who made you get out? <laughs> Security? Security made you leave? That's crazy. Well, you know what? They got a rule in this club. Where you guys from? We're from Milwaukee. Oh, y'all don't know, so you don't even know this. From when you here, once they put you out, you can't come back in. <laughs> but hey, it's your VIP. I understand it's my VIP, but it's not my club. It's not my club. That man, that man made the decision. Can you go talk to him? Now, see, now I can go talk to him, but now you're jeopardizing my real estate because now I'm questioning his authority when I already know how he operates. But you know what? Let me go over there and talk to him. I woke over there. Hey, Mario. You got them raggedy bitches out of here. And he, he, he ain't even smiling. He just shake my hand. Yeah, man, you did a good job. Now, I'm supposed to be coming to be talking to you about why they got put out the club, out the VIP. But I just came over to tell you, you did a great goddamn job. All right? As a matter of fact, 
I'm going to go in my pocket and give you another $20. Go we'll shake my hand. It's going to look like I'm giving you some money to bring them back in. And I'm going to go over there and talk some more shit to them. All right, cool. Shake his hand. Throw the bread and I walk over there. I said, you know, I gave that man $300 just now. And he told me they still can't come back in. <laughs> and he told me if either they come back in, if they come back in, then we have to leave. And that's not fair. My buddies came from all over the goddamn country to party with me. That's a shame. I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't know what to tell you. What did you guys do? Nothing. I mean, he, he even took my drink out of my hand. He said I couldn't leave with it. Yeah, that's what they do. That's, that's what they do. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not gonna come here. You're not gonna be out here drinking up our shit and going back with our drug up all them niggas liquor story. You not know you're not. You ain't gonna have hey, it at all. Hey, so I got I got one more story <laughs> about this nigga. So we we in Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. I forgot what year it is. We in Richmond. This little shorty had followed me on the ground, hit me up like, oh, we wanna come to the show, da da da. I'm like, all right, cool, bring a friend. So when we'll be on the road, it'd be usually me, Vince, Vince will be opening, and then cross. So they give us two rooms unless we get an Airbnb. So it'll probably be either me and Vince sharing a room with this nigga shit. Whoever, basically, whoever gets in some pussy, get, get the room to themselves that night. Right. There you go. So we go to the club. It's a little uh, concert after. Uh, one of my homeboys, you know, I'm from VA. So one of my homeboys rapping. I'm, I'm going to go support this shit. They're getting a fight. It's a fight at the concert. We leaving afterwards with, with two chicks. Me, this nigga, Vince didn't go. Me, this nigga leaving with two chicks. So we walking them to the car. We get to the car. And Shorty's like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry too. You know, I'm hungry usually the gateway to I want some dick. So like I'm like, shit, it's, it's a gateway. Dude. Right. But see, we stayed in short pump. Short pump, as I'm sure y'all know, about 30 minutes from Richmond. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if they come 30 minutes to Richmond, I'm just throwing this question out there. I'm like, if they, if they come all the way out to short pump, then I know that they trying to come get, like, that's, it's, what we but I'm not gonna invite you though. 30 minutes for no eggs and waffles. Nah. Man. So we leave. They come with us. They, they get in their car. They come with us. But before they get in, she says to him, she says, well, I mean, if we get out there and get something to eat and we get tired, I don't want to sleep in my car. What you say, Crow? He's all right, cool. Y'all come stay with us. He said that. Come stay with us. Uh. We're going to get some Wawa. We done, we, we done brought some some L.A., some Cali with us. Oh, we ain't on yeah. smoking. We done smoked two blunts. Me and him, this regular to us. To them, they over there smack, bro. They're like, oh, this some, this some wee-wee. Like, wee-woo. I'm high. But we like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's about that time. <laughs> no. This is said. One of them got on, the, like, the little sofa chair. Yeah, and she was like, this company, I'm gonna sleep right here. And then uh, the other one was like, where the other sofa chair at? He said, in my room. She said, oh, you, you gonna bring it over here? <laughs> hey, hey, this nigga just laughed, right? And got up and walked back to the other room with Vince. So now it's me in the room with two bitches that ain't fucking. Oh, gosh. So I'm like, all right, cool. Y'all wanna be over there? Cool, go ahead. Bro, I'm in the bed under the blanket. Next thing I know, I feel the blanket getting pulled on. So I'm like, oh, all right. I knew it was, I knew it was something going on. The matter of I start, time. I start folding the, the, the blanket back. Shorty said, hey, can, can, I, can I get this blanket? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you, you ever get so mad your skin start boiling? <laughs> My blood start boiling, bro. I was cooking all my organs. My 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 lungs was on fire. My kidneys was. I'm talking about. Bro, I was so mad. So this was this was the icing on the cake for me. I gave I gave the bitch the blanket. Right. Look at me, delay. I gave her the blanket and a big ass smile crept on her face. She said, "That's why you my dog." And tried to dap me up. Oh no! I got up, no clothes on. Got up, grabbed my key, and went to their room. I started banging on that door. I said, "Hey, bro, you sleeping in that room?" This is your problem. Hey, you are not finna dead. I first of all, I gave you the cover. And you go, motherfucking friends on me. me That's why you my homeboy. Nah. Nah, I'm not here. Nah, no. Not me. Nah. Nah. Hey, bro, I tried to roll over. I I knew I was pissed. I tried to go to sleep. I couldn't go to sleep in that room, bro. 
I couldn't you, go. You, you're not supposed to go to sleep in that room, man. And listen, speaking to go to sleep, man, we don't want to go to sleep on our sponsors. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Did You Miss Me podcast. Hey, you know what, Diddy? It seems like the holiday season creeps up on you earlier and earlier every year. You're right. Which don't make no sense because it don't change. It's the same time every year. Yeah. But you get caught up in your life and your everyday doings. And next thing you know, oh, it's right there. And you ain't about nothing. Nothing. Let me ask you a question. Have you started shopping out for the holidays? I'm glad you asked, Kevin. I have not. I know you have. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I know you because you're just like me. And let me tell you something. It's what, September right now? That's right. If you haven't started shopping now, you're already behind. That's crazy, right? It is. That's why I'm here to help you and our good friend. Help us, brother. By telling you about a place where you can get your, all of your holiday needs this holiday season. A place called Zevit. Okay. Zevit is wonderful. It's a wonderful place, okay? Because you can get thousands of brand names at low prices, and you can pay for them over time. You know what? I, I've done that. Yeah, they, I got, they got everything. They got TVs, everything. They got electronics, they got furniture, yeah. cookware, debit, uh, uh, gift cards. You name it, they got it. Right. And here's where people start believing the story. Come on now. They allow you to pay for it in easy installments over time. Man, that's beautiful. That is very beautiful. I had to take advantage. I had to take advantage. You know what I did? I got my boys a PS5, and I got myself a deep fryer. Yeah, I got myself a deep fryer, brother. Yes, I did. That thing is wonderful. And it cost me money down a couple of dollars. Like you said, you can pay over time. It ain't no trick stuff. Ain't no hidden fees. Ain't no gotcha. Ain't none of that. What they say is what it is. Now, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to help them out. I'm going to give them a boost right now in this shopping for the holidays. Go to Zebit, Z-E-B-I-T dot com forward slash D-Y-M-M. Again, Zebit, Z-E-B-I-T dot com forward slash D-Y-M-M. Don't say I never gave you nothing. Don't say I never gave you nothing. Happy holidays. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with more of Did You Miss Me? We got our brother, fan friend of the podcast, Leonard. Oots in the building. Leonard, man, hey, bro, I've been telling people for about a year or so that you was a party animal. I'm glad you on here to confirm some of this shit and let them know that what we've been talking about is some real shit. Yeah, bro. Shit. I mean, shit. You, you really got to figure. I started doing comedy at 18. I'm 27 now. Like, nigga, niggas be 50. Like, yeah, I'm going to do my show and go home. I'm like, bro, oh, no. no, I'm trying to go see something. Yeah, I saw your face that night when I was talking to Billo. I was like, we got a spot we're going to next? He was like, yeah, we can go to such and such. And you was like, bet. And the, and the look you had on your face was, yeah, you motherfucking right, we about to do something. Because either I'm, I'm going to do something with you niggas or I'm going to do some shit on my own. On and my I, own. I'm going to do this shit, niggas. My first time in Houston, I'm out. I'm going. Oh, that was over. your first time in Houston? That was my first time in Houston. Bro, when I tell you, nigga, I, I, I'm looking at you now with no shirt on, and I can see you in that goddamn club, in that booth with them goddamn strippers with no shirt on. Like, you got to keep in mind, everybody in the club got their shirt on, except him. Everybody got their shirt on. Everybody bro. got their shirt on, bro. And here's the deal. This ain't the theme of the night. Nah, bro. It ain't nobody saying shit to him shirtless. He's shirtless in that bitch, and ain't nobody saying a word to him. Hey, security didn't dap me up three, four times. The owner didn't ask me if I'm all right. Let <laughs> <laughs> me to cut the AC down a little bit. Like, no, 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 we good, we good. <laughs> like, your nipples a little hard. I'm like, it ain't because of the AC. It's because of these, you know. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. And let me tell you, I'm surprised that that, that night, man, because it was so crowded. I'm surprised there wasn't no fight in that bitch, unless we we left and the fight happened. But I was surprised that it wasn't no, because you know, normally when the club is that that thick, you know, it don't but, take much for tempers to flare. Hey, but when everybody around the same, like when everybody actually congregate where they supposed to, like you got the pretty people over here, the ugly people over here, you, fights don't use. You have to segregate the club. You, you have to segregate the club. You do. Fights don't start until an ugly nigga try to run up on a pretty chick, and it don't work. Yeah, yeah. That's why you need to segregate the club, and with segregation, you need security. You can never segregate some shit and not have security, because the people that's being segregated feel like, or oh, they on the outside of what's really going on, like people that ain't balling, like people. 
you know, that are really balling, gonna be looking like, hey, fuck you nigga. And now when you got that fuck you nigga mentality, then you gotta have some people in, in place, just, you need some, barri some barriers in place because niggas gonna be, that's how it go. Niggas gonna get jealous. What she doing talking to that nigga right there? Well, you know why. This nigga got 19 goddamn chains on. He pulled up in the goddamn Phantom. He got some goddamn shoes on that ain't nobody ever seen ever in life. And they light up every he time walk he walk, but they ain't no motherfucker. shoes walk by themselves. They just, they, they in that bitch. And they, and, and they neon and they Giuseppe. And they ain't no nigga ain't never seen no neon. He just on some different shit. Don't hate. I hate when niggas be like, what the fuck, why this nigga got this shirt off and all his motherfucking pictures on his profile? Because the nigga chest is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you talking about? That, this, that's what it's for? Hey, you, you know what it is? Fine, you, hey, you ever seen a fine nigga walk in the club and you like, yeah, I got to see whatever bitch he don't want. That's who I'm Yeah. Gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever. So I might, I might have to pick third. <laughs> whoever he don't want. That's who I'm going to get. What bitches this nigga turned out? <laughs> yeah, whatever bitches I got, I got to catch them fast too. <laughs> My daddy always said, "Pretty Ricky gonna get his first pick. You got to make your pick thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put some like, thought into like, your who you like choose. The NBA draft, nigga. You, you gotta know you, what pick you got. You got you getting the second rounder. You looking for hey. the second rounder, the strong second rounder that people forgot about. Hey, nigga, the lottery was not in your favor. Not, not. You picking number twenty six? Got... I've seen some fights in the club though. She, the, 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 the night I was talking about with the shorty, where she was like, Nick, that's why you my dog? Right. The fight they had in that club? Bro, first off, we on the second. So when we walked in the club, it's a stage. Like, you walk around like, a, uh, uh, like around the wall. It's a big-ass floor, bro. It's probably like 15,000 square feet, the club itself. So that's a lot of space. Yeah. It's the floor right here. They got a stage in the middle, and they got sections lined along the wall in the back. They had a, a section down there for me. And they were like, you want to go back there? I was like, no, nah, put me upstairs. They put me directly above that section. It's a local concert. So a local concert comes local games. Boy. Niggas on stage rapping. You know, they people just throwing their sets up. Yeah, nigga, we on, on all that, nigga. Da, da, da. Basically, you know, a fight break out. Niggas rumbling on stage. I'm, I'm talking about at least where the club probably got 800 people to 1,100 people in there. 300 of them people fighting. It go from the stage right back into that motherfucking section they wanted me in. I was like, yeah, uh-uh. But my favorite part was the security nigga, though, bro. It was one security guard. But I seen him. I, I counted how many niggas he fought in the club. He fought eight of them niggas that was fucking that club up. Eight of them. On my way out the door, I told the owner, I was like, look, you need to fire all these other security niggas except the nigga over there bleed. That nigga was fighting. Hey, bro, I need you to understand. Because I've been put in this type of position when I was in the military. We were doing plane, we were practicing hand-to-hand -hand combat, and they would send two or three people at you. I need you to understand how much strength physically and emotionally it takes to fight eight niggas. Eight! And I don't mean like fighting, they getting the, I'm talking about he boop, boop, down, boop, boop, down. Here's the deal. <laughs> Out of that eight, two of them niggas can really fight. Oh, yeah. This is good odds. Like, out, out of the eight, two is really, so even though, that's a lot of work, bruh. Guess what? You getting paid $75 that night, regardless of how many fights you get, nigga. You're a club security. Bruh, I'm talking about he fighting niggas. He's like, no, nah, come on. I'm like, oh, he, hey, I'm like, hey, nigga, he, hey, his old lady getting on, on his nerves at the house. He, 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 he ready to take this out on somebody. You take this shit out. Yep. That's crazy, bro. I, <laughs> it, when it comes to fights at comedy shows, you never know. Like, they start in some of the oddest ways. Like they come out of nowhere. Like I, I had, a, I'm, I'm gonna tell you two situations that I had. Right. So I'm in. A, I did a a, a, a foot. I did a college show. Right. There's a comedian named um, uh, Clipper Man from Detroit. Yeah. Real, we live in New York now. Buried together. 
Clipper Man got this thing with these goddamn skate shoes, right? He got yeah. shoes and heelys. I didn't even know that they made these for adults, first of all. Right. But they, they're heelys and you you like roll them, you know, you put your heel up and the skate the roll the, the the wheel come out and you can skate in these fucking sneakers. So he has a bit that he does where he uses the sneakers in the in the bit, right? So we get down to the college, you know what I'm saying? We doing our thing. I'm hosting. Basically, I got a host it where I go up, I start the show, I bring him up, he do his time, then he bring me back up and I close out the show. You know what I'm saying? So clip of I go up, I do like 10, then I bring him up, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm gonna do like 40 after he come out. You know what I'm saying? So I do a quick 10, bring him right up, get him, get it going. He going, but it ain't going. You know what I'm saying? It ain't mm -hmm. going like great. Like they ain't really trying to hear no material. It's not that it's bad material. It's just this. They is 18. They don't. They tired of hearing shit. Yeah. They this, tired of reading. They, they tired of no stories. They, they don't want no stories. Exactly. Yeah. They don't want to hear none of that shit. They like nigga, what's up? So they start fucking talking shit and trying to roast them. Right now, here's an area where Clipper Man is awesome. You know what I'm saying? So this was a bad, this was a bad move for them. Now they could have pulled this with me and probably got it. <laughs> Cause I ain't the best roasting motherfucker. Cause I get mad and start, it just turned into a fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Clipper Man is destroying these two niggas in the front row. I'm talking about where they ass out. Niggas is running out. You know when somebody run out the room laughing? Oh, like yeah. he giving the more to them. Like it's bah, bah. That what school is it? I have no idea. All I remember is it's that a black school. There was a, a nigga in the NFL at the time named Roger Cromarty. Uh, he was a, a he was either a receiver or, or, or corner cornerback cornerback. Roger Cromarty, yeah. His daddy was the coach at this school. It was somewhere in Florida. So, nigga, I'm talking about Cleveland killing this nigga, right? So the one nigga in the front is getting mad. So he wants to go head up 101 with Clipper Man. Clipper Man started destroying his ass. So the dude tries to walk out of the gym. Clipper Man hits the heelys and starts rolling alongside of him, <laughs> rolling him on the way out the door. <laughs> Hell no. Motherfucking place erupted. I'm like, nigga, I don't even know what I'm going to do after this. I go up, close the show out. We have a great time. Afterwards, we hanging out with the kids. We kicking it. We had a wonderful motherfucking time. Yo, I got them. Um, I, I, uh, I leave the next day, get on the plane, go back home. I get a call later on that evening. Mr. Cromartie is fucking pissed. I'm like, yo, what's up? I'm like, what's up, coach? Because I just called him coach. He mad than a motherfucker, Joe. Like, he like, man, hey, man, what the fuck? What the fuck wrong with you and your boy, man? I said, what, what do you mean? He said, man, I done lost my star football player because of you niggas. I said, wait, wait, what happened? So he chuckled a little bit. And I'm like, what's wrong? He said, man, your boy roasted my boy so hard he couldn't take it. He said, now that's the funny part. He said, but this way it stopped being funny. I said, what happened, man? He said, the boy went home to it. He went to his dorm room. He gets, he mad because Clipper Man had roasted him so bad. He gets home and say some shit to his girl. His girl mentioned the comedy show and Clipper Man roasted him. He beats her senseless. Like they had to call the cops on this nigga and I'm like, well, that's not really our fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, it ain't like, you know, I, I get it, but that ain't really our fault. You know what I'm saying? I was like, it ain't funny, but, and I'm only laughing because I'm high. But, <laughs> but God damn it, that's not our fault, coach. I was like, I'm sorry, brother, could, the brother couldn't take it. Man, that man went home and like they took, that man got kicked out of school. Like he like, he, like I, I felt bad. I'm like, I don't even know if this nigga, like did we ruin this nigga life? You know what I'm saying? Like what the That's fuck? Fucking and hilarious. it's like, if you can't take that type of shit, why get into, why start it? 
Why start yeah. a situation with a motherfucker when you ain't, you ain't you know, like you don't want to? That ain't what you want. And that's like that. That just was some shit that was that was on my mind. I had to get out. But goddamn it, I'm in uh Detroit, right? Again, now De- Detroit is not one of my uh, favorite comedy cities because I was trying to find uh, I was trying to find what school his dad coached at when when you was telling me about it. Oh, oh Rogers Camaraderie. Huh. I was trying to see what, what uh, school his dad coached at. That's what I was looking up. What high, you said his dad's a high school coach? No, it's a college. Okay, he went to school in Tennessee. He went to school in Tennessee? Yeah, but he went to like Lakeland in Florida. Okay, yeah, it, might, it was in Florida, I believe. Okay. I think that motherfucker's in Florida. But I, I, would, I would really love to know if that young man got himself back on track. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, roasting take a lot out you. Yeah, man. Like, roasting take a lot out you, bro. We was in uh, we was in uh Chicago, and uh, my friend Michi, y'all both know Michi. Michi is mm-hmm. uh, Michi is funny as hell, and Michi is like one of the roast kings. Like, you know, when it comes to just underground getting roast, like that nigga Michi off the chain. So we in uh we in Chicago doing a show on the west side. Lorel on the show, me, Michi, Wildcat. Um, this the last lap troop, this one we was all still doing shows together. So <laughs> uh Michi on stage and uh it's a nigga as he's doing his set, a nigga comes But don't cook me. But there you go. There you go, there you go. Bethune cook me. Now I gotta find out what that young man named <laughs> the and see if he alright. You know what I'm saying? I might have to send him some money or something. Man. I don't know. But we in Chicago, we do the show on the West Side. Uh Rail done went up already, I think. Well, I, no, I think Rail waiting to go up. I think me and Rail waiting to go up. I think Michi and Wildcat have been up. Wildcat already done been up. Michi hosting. Michi back on stage hosting. So, and I think I'm about to go up. So uh, <laughs> this dude come walking in, right? He come walking in, him and his lady. He got his hat on, his tilted, you know what I'm saying? He got, the, he got a brim on. He's dressed like an old ass pimp, you know what I'm saying? He come sliding in, he cleaning the motherfucker. That motherfucker come up in there. And uh, he's, he, he, when he get in there, he come straight up the middle aisle. They loud than a motherfucker. He's like, hey, yeah, <laughs> motherfucking comedy show. You know what I'm I brought my baby out. You know what I'm saying? Baby want to laugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they come in. They loud as hell. They having a good time. On they, 10. They got drinks in their hand. You know what I'm saying? The lady, you can see that they did something they weren't supposed to because the lady from the booth then ran up and caught him in the middle <laughs> of the aisle. And so he's standing in the aisle. All you see is this. Then all of a sudden you hear that nigga. Well shit, I, I didn't know I couldn't bring it in with me. I thought it was just, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't, I don't give a fuck about buying nothing, but I'm gonna keep this on me. You know what I'm saying? Like I pass it. <laughs> I don't I give a shit about buying so nothing. She like, well, you need to give me the bottle. Michi's on stage. She, all this is going on. She like, you need to give me the bottle. He like, no, no, no. See, listen, let me tell you something. He said, the reason why you can't bring liquor in the club it's because you were drinking instead of buying other drinks. He said, so here, take this little money, go get me a couple of drinks. I'm going to hold on to this, though. He said, because I'm buying shit, so ain't no need for me to give up my shit. I was like, this nigga <laughs> And this girl, like, you tell him, baby, you tell him. I'm buying I'm shit. Like, they think we're stupid, but we ain't stupid. They loud as fuck. They are definitely high on some other shit, right? Yeah. They get up the middle aisle. Dude, see Michi on stage. Hey, go, good job, brother. You doing your thing up there. He ain't heard shit Michi said all, because he been arguing with Michi in the aisle for two hours. <laughs> he walks, he say, uh, Michi say, all right, man, y'all go and grab a seat. And uh, and, and she, uh, <laughs> he was like, all right, man, shit, now don't tell me what to do, son. He was like, no, I ain't mean it like that. I'm just saying, grab y'all seat. He said, look here, bro. Now, look, ain't nobody come here for, for, that, for that bullshit you on. He's like, bullshit. <laughs> What bullshit am I on, sir? He was like, you know the bullshit I'm talking about. Everybody said nothing to you, man. You fucking with me. He said, I, no, bro. He's like, I'm just asking you to have a seat. 
He's like, all right, all right, man, all right, well, shit, come on now. He walk up to the cat, he walked up there to where Michi at and shakes Michi's hand, right? And say, all right now, brother, you do your thing. And he kind of pulled Michi a little bit. Michi's like, what the fuck? He like, hey man, do your thing, man. Do your thing. And he let him go, right? <laughs> <laughs> he gonna sit down, right? So the show going on, I go up, I have a good show, but he fucking with me the whole show. Right. But back then, I was the type of nigga where I would just ignore a heckler. I wouldn't address you at all. I would ignore you to the point you just got bored and stopped. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, now the audience looking at you like, man, what the fuck wrong with dude, man? Why don't he right. shut the fuck up? Dude ain't even said nothing to him. So I ain't, I ain't pay him no attention. I go through my whole set, have a good time. Blah, blah, blah. He really just more like a yes man, a man type of nigga. Like, all right, brother. Close yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then, hey, the nigga said so and so, so and so with the, and you be like, ah, oh, nigga, fuck your time and all up. So right. <laughs> he kept, he steady doing this shit. Michi goes back on stage. Now Michi like, hey, brother, come on, man. Can I go and sit down, man, and, and, and chill out, man. Let the people get their jokes out. He said, man, you know what? Man, fuck it, let me up on the damn stage. He's like, no, man, you can't come up here. It's not, it's not like that. It's not an open mic. Uh, he's, nigga, I paid $50 for to get in here. 25 me, 25 from a lady. I've had a couple of drinks. I should be able to say something. No, you shouldn't. Like, no, <laughs> that, that was nowhere in the deal, sir. That's why <laughs> like you go to the basketball game. You're like, nigga, I paid 300 for these seats. I should these be able to ain't for the lose tonight. They put me in. <laughs> I should be able to take these free throws for him. What? Niggas <laughs> <laughs> say put me in. Let me, let me take these two games with a free throw. I paid three hundred dollars for these seats, man. So he wants to say something. Michi like, no. He keeps walking towards the stage. Michi like, no, man. No, go on on. The nigga calls his lady up there. He said, baby, come here. Come here. She comes up there and stand next to him. Now they trying to roast Michi. I don't remember anything they said. All I remember is. Your nigga Michi said, your wife is beautiful for a recovering addict. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it, the timing on it, the way he set it up, like you thought that he had just really submitted and gave up. He was like, like, you know what, brother, to be honest with you, your wife is beautiful for a recovering addict. <laughs> nigga, that shit. Brother, motherfucking room went the fuck up, right? Nuts. Like, she turned around. It was like she was facing the stage. We all behind her. She turned around. She had the most dope fiend look on her face. She turned around like. <laughs> and looked at everybody, nigga. What <laughs> 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 is going on, right? <laughs> so the nigga grabbed Michi's leg. Cause the stage is about chest high. He grabbed Michi's leg and tries to snatch Michi off the stage. When he grabs Michi's leg, Michi takes the goddamn mic stand and picks it up and hits that nigga with the base of the mic stand in the face. <laughs> this is a move that I have pulled several times, but this is where I got it from. I watched, I seen Michi do it. And ever since then, I'm like, if I'm ever up high and a nigga run up, that bottom of that motherfucking mic stand is all metal, nigga. That right. motherfucker dropped that little plate in that nigga face, like, bah! <laughs> that nigga shit buzz wide open. I was like, oh shit, we better go to jail. <laughs> we? <laughs> hey boy, I seen, a, I seen a fight at the fucking improv. You saw that at a, at a, at a room. I seen a fight, but you ever get scared when somebody scream out a fact in the middle of a fight, nigga, we at the Tampa Improv. I'm open. This is my first weekend <laughs> featuring for the uh, the Funny Bones of Improv. Like I had just moved to New York. I had just got passed uh, to to you know to go around to the different cities, work with different uh, headliners. This is before I started opening for Tony. I'm working with Brett Ernst. Shout out to Brett Ernst, uh, uh, Italian comedian. He got a dope ass joke about uh, rollerblading. He been on Mad uh, TV and shit like that. Like super funny. Some Mexicans get to fighting at the show. We in Tampa. Some Mexicans get to fighting in the improv, in there at the table, like while niggas having dinner. All you hear is, 
oh my god, he got a knife. <laughs> and then all you hear that wasn't even the scary part. Then then you hear, wait, everybody got knives. I ran to the green room, bro. I hate to be wrong, but you did say Mexican. <laughs> bro. Everybody got, got knives. Knife, this motherfucker said, wait, we all got knives. I said, oh, shit. Knifed up in this bitch. What? Everybody in here bladed up, nigga. Uh-uh. And we're not talking about butter knives. We're talking about them, them thick European cut steak knives, nigga. Yeah. Nigga, I do it. I got a joke, right? that I do, I had a joke that I used to do about um, how I did a show at a uh, at a uh, Narcotics Anonymous meeting. It was like a, a whole weekend that they did for like recovering addicts and shit like that. And uh, we, uh, I'm doing the show, the dude called me, and I, the joke that I do is about how sometimes, you know, as a comedian, you get caught in situations that are different than, you know, they're just awkward. And I do a show at this, at this, uh, this Narcotics Anonymous meeting and nobody told me that that's what the show was for. So I had no idea. And I like walk out on the stage and I'm like, hey, how many of y'all got dolphins in y'all family? And like, <laughs> everybody get quiet and I'm wondering why. And then I realized when I read the sign that it is a Narcotics Anonymous party. So they are the dolphins in their family. <laughs> They don't want to cheer for this shit. They got spoons in their pocket right now. Right. <laughs> and it don't help that this is an N.A. party, and I'm in there not only high as fuck, but reeking of marijuana. I'm talking about reeking. <laughs> and at, at rehab meetings, everybody always hug each other and say, stay strong, brother, because they know everybody there is recovering, so they're, they're like passing on the script. Every nigga hug me got high. Everybody, they they hugged me. It was high as fuck. Like, oh man, brother, you all right? I'm like, nigga, I just smoked three blunts in the car, was waiting to come in here. Like, that shit was so. I'm in there lit, and I'm 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 goddamn it on stage saying all the wrong shit. Cause I'm like, I'm at first I asked who all got dofes in their family. Then I asked, hey man, why ain't no drinks in this motherfucker, man? What type of party is this? What type of club ain't got no goddamn bar? They can't serve drinks because these niggas is all like narcotics and alcohol recoveries, right? So I don't know none of this shit. I'm just asking all the wrong questions. I'm like, well, I got some shit in the car if anybody wants some. <laughs> you know I'm saying? I'm going in. I finally read the sign and realize what's going on. I'm like, ah, fuck. That's why the fuck ain't nobody fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Now, the nigga who uh, threw the show, he a cool ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. He's like, he's burnt. And I don't know why. He, I don't know why he's burnt. You know what I'm saying? I ain't think nothing of it. I'm just, I just thought it was something that happened as a kid. So this nigga goes up and tells this crazy ass story about doing drugs and, and, and freebasing and shit and how he's got set on fire. Almost kind of reminiscent of a Richard Pryor type of story. He, you know, so he set himself on fire fucking with drugs. And the nigga is like burnt up. So I'm like, God damn. So now that I realize what's going on, I'm like, okay, this is a different type of motherfucking environment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the show Niggas was, was crying for you got in there. That's why you was in the car. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. So the show is over. I go out. <laughs> I go outside, right? I'm, I'm feeling terrible. <laughs> this is a nuts. I'm feeling terrible because I'm like, man, I ain't had to, uh, <laughs> I'm like, damn, I just said all that shit earlier. And I kept, cause I kept going because I didn't know. And then when I finally read the sign, I felt shitty, right? So I'm standing outside and I'm smoking a cigarette and I'm talking to the, uh, I'm talking to the owner. I mean, the dude with the burnt face that had through the show and shit. So he like, he like, man, don't worry about it, fool. He's like, man, you ain't no, you know, it was a good show, man. You cleaned it up real good. They had a good time. Everybody loved you. He was like, so just, you know, relax, man. It's going to be all right. While I'm standing there talking to him, somebody walks up behind me. And when they walk up behind me, tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, youngster. What the fuck? I turn around. It's the nigga from the show 
that Michi was arguing with on stage. <laughs> I said, so when I see him, I'm like, oh man, get the fuck out of here. That nigga said, hey man, I know what you're thinking. He said, your boy was talking that shit. He said, I said, yeah, man, it just so happened. You had a uh, recovering addict comedy show. I said, he must have pinned you right. He was like, oh, hell no, nah, man, hell no. Nah. I don't fuck around with that shit, man. I ain't never fuck around with that shit. He said, I'm here with my lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his girlfriend walked over, nigga, and she looked me dead in my eyes and said, did you, Did you miss me? God damn. Took y'all around the world and dropped y'all ass off, man. This has been another great episode of the number one storytelling podcast. Did you miss me? I am delayed. It's your boy, damn fool. And thank you to our good brother, our friend of the podcast, Leonard Ooch. Leonard, bro, tell us where you're going to be at next, brother. Where we can find you next. Oh, uh, shit. Follow me on Instagram at Ooch, C O U Z T S Y Y. Uh, shit. Be in Phoenix in August, D.C. in September. Shit. You know, in your DM tonight. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Told you, I told you already, the flyest big nigga in the game, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate That's you. We love you, man. Bring to uh, your city. Be ready to party. Be that. ready to goddamn party if you bring a to your goddamn city. Hey, home, man. On behalf of myself, Billy Sorrell's Damn Food, the Did You Miss Me podcast, all the 323s. Thank you guys for participating in another dope episode. We'll see you guys on the other side.